Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Back with me now, Andy McCabe, Evan Perez for more on this. Andy, how do you describe the threat level right now against the FBI? Unprecedented. Never seen anything like this in my 21 years with the Bureau. You know, it's not completely um, uh, crazy for individuals in the FBI to be subject to threats as a result of cases they're working. But this is a first time I've ever seen a broadside. All FBI personnel are, are uh, considered a part of this uh, reporting. It's just terrifying. You know, there are 56 field offices around the country. There's about 400 FBI locations total, mm -hmm. uh, including those field offices. So you're talking about a lot of people in a lot of different places in communities all around the country who are exposed to this, this sort and, and of not faceless not nameless like not these are all. people who are they, they are known and they're out there which is different than other you know top level investigators and you mean people like Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett and Clarence Thomas and Samuel Alito I oppose threats against FBI agents I think it's nuts but I love that CNN is finally concerned First, the idea that CNN is concerned about the FBI when they hire a guy who openly lied to other FBI agents who were in his charge. Andrew McCabe. Goodness gracious. But all of a sudden, we are concerned and we are worried about threats. Maybe I should be cheering. Woohoo! Took you long enough, damn it. This is all Trump's fault. Oh, this is all Trump. Trump didn't orchestrate a raid. That is so absolutely wide-reaching in its in its uh, discussion of we should grab this and we should grab that and we should grab the other. You were talking to the guy. He said whatever you need. You decided he wasn't giving enough based on nothingness, and you decided to raid his home to make the claim via a leak to the Washington Post that he had secret documents that involved nuclear secrets, which, of course, sent the leftists running to, you know, he's selling it to the Russians, don't you know, or something. Let us break down what it is we know and understand that you can have two thoughts at the same time. It is possible, possible, possible that Trump shouldn't have had some of that stuff in his possession. Of course that's possible. And I, and I, anybody who says no is, I think, being a little silly. But that doesn't excuse this raid. If Trump did something wrong, that would be on Trump, and you can go about getting those documents back. But you didn't have a list of the specific documents, now did you? Merrick Garland, Attorney General, or did you, Christopher Wray, Director of the FBI? No. You had some of the most wide-reaching stuff. It's beyond recognition. It's beyond comprehension, I should say. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Guys, so good to be with you. Let's go back. Make sure we understand what the warrant said. All physical documents and records constituting evidence, contraband, fruits of crime, and other items illegally possessed in violation of code. Fruits of crime? I, I, I read that uh, when it came out on Friday. I'm like, all right, I've never seen that before. I've never, ever seen it before. Fruits of crime. 
including the following, gathering, transmitting, or losing defense information, concealment, removal, or mutilation, destruction, alteration, or falsification of records in federal investigations. That is not Article 4, Section 4. I mean, it's just not. It is in no way a discussion of what it is that should be seized. Andrew McCarthy, who um, of, of formerly of the Southern District of New York, a, a U.S. attorney, speaking on Fox. Warrant specifically dis- described the things that the agents are allowed to seize. This is a general warrant. This is basically what we have the Fourth Amendment to prevent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so, I mean, you just mentioned before, every shred of paper that was generated by the Trump administration is, can be collected under this warrant, it doesn't have to have an iota of connection to classified information or classified intelligence. And that's what makes it so obscene. Article, not Article 4, the Fourth Amendment of the United States Constitution. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, homes, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrant shall issue but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. Fruits of crime. That is not a particular anything. It's, it, it's remarkable that somebody could say, as Merrick Garland did, I am proud of this. And then uh, to take the position that I personally uh, approved it? There are, however, certain points I want you to know. First, I personally approve the decision to seek a search warrant in this matter. Second, the department does not take such a decision lightly. Where possible, it is standard practice to seek less intrusive means as an alternative to a search and to narrowly scope any search that is undertaken. Third, let me address recent unfounded attacks on the professionalism of the FBI and Justice Department agents and prosecutors. I will not stand by silently when their integrity is unfairly attacked. The men and women of the FBI and the Justice Department are dedicated, patriotic public servants. Not you or the director of the FBI or the people who allowed this to go forward if you're engaged in not following the Fourth Amendment. Certainly not the judge. Trump could have had things in his possession he wasn't supposed to have. Nothing excuses the insanity, which is why we discussed from the beginning. From the beginning. That the story here is the raid. The story is the raid. Now, there's more. Because as we go through it, you know, they said to Trump, why don't you release the warrant? That's what the left said, release the warrant. If you're so bothered by this, why don't you release the warrant? So he did. And then the left went crazy. I actually have exclusive audio of the left finding out that Trump released the warrant. (laughs) Not easy to get, but I, I have sources. Trump released the warrant with the names of the FBI agents unredacted. 
He put it all out there. He put it all out there. And, of course, people are upset because this puts a target on the agent's backs. Trump and Breitbart, because it was leaked through uh, uh, Breitbart News, and they're trying to get FBI agents killed. You asked him to release it. He didn't release it the way you wanted him to. You shouldn't have asked him to release it. Our position here was it wasn't for Trump to release. It's for uh, the FBI or the Justice Department to release. That's what I would have done. That's how I would have handled this. But it gets more interesting. And I'm going to get into more of this violence conversation coming up in a little bit. Because soon after... We learned about what was taken and everything else. Uh, Two things happened. First, Trump said he wants his stuff back because much of it is covered by attorney-client privilege. Now, again, you can say anything about Trump you want, and you can believe that he had uh, some documentation he wasn't supposed to have. Certainly not all of it was stuff he wasn't supposed to have, and I'm willing to bet you that much of it was covered by attorney-client privilege. Some FBI investigation does not outweigh this. Not a chance. And it is clear to me, and I think should be to rational people, that if we have a society that's willing to simply step away from attorney-client privilege and say, ah, well... We don't really have the country we thought we had. I mean, we, 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 we don't. Now, how much of it is covered? I don't have the answer for that question. But it's really a question of, don't you believe, don't you believe that attorney-client privilege should matter? Well, not if, whoa, 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 whoa. Not if what? American citizens all of a sudden don't have rights? Good to know. Remember, if you thought he had the classified documents and you would have specific classified documents, you would have put them in the warrant and you would have gone after those things. You didn't. You went on the fishing expedition to get everything. Why? Because you want to see what crime you can find him guilty of. Laverty Beria. I keep using that name. I was on News Nation last night. I'll share that with you coming up. Show me the man and I'll show you the crime. He was the head of Stalin's secret police. Show me the man, I'll show you the crime is the same as fruits of crime, is it not? Let's just gather everything, let's look at it, and then we'll see what Trump did. That's messed up. Equally as messed up is this conversation now of the Espionage Act. What in the bloody hell are we doing here? The Espionage Act. That's what they want to say Trump is guilty of. Um, I'm not buying in to this. The Espionage Act it was from, uh, oh gosh, uh, 1917 is before we got into World War I or just after we got into World War I. And the Espionage Act made it illegal to obtain information, capture photographs, or copy descriptions of any information relating to national defense with the intent for that information to be used against the U.S. or for the gain of any foreign nation. The importance of of understanding what it is that they're talking about here 
is that this would apply to information regardless of its status as classified. But you'll note the big story from Friday that took us through the weekend is that some of it was classified and some of it was secret. Some of it was top secret. Some of it, one of it at least, was top secret SCI, special compartmentalized information. Meaning it can only be read in certain places. And maybe Trump should not have had that stuff. But by engaging in the Espionage Act and engaging in the statutes that they have, what they have done, and Professor uh, Margot Cleveland goes uh, through this, um, former uh, uh, faculty member, 25-year federal law clerk, uh, senior legal correspondent at The Federalist. She says when you take a look at this, and you take a look at how they went by things, it wouldn't matter if it was classified or not, so why are they talking about everything being classified? Being classified is the most inconsequential part of this because under the Espionage Act, they can go after anything. If, if you had anything classified or not, they could decide, up. Oh, that's espionage. The entirety of the warrant, the entirety of the move is to be able to charge Trump no matter what which simply signals to his supporters the witch hunt is very real. It would cut it, the 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 objective is to find the way to keep him from running for president, to go after him with everything in the power of the federal government controlled by the Democratic Party. The joy of power of the of the government by the government for the government as long as the acceptable political party is in power that's where we're at as a matter of fact you understand that the DOJ will not support an independent review of the documents seized to ensure that those that are under attorney client privilege are returned there's uh, five boxes uh they're all lab- labeled A 14 26 43 13 and 33 According to uh, the Trump team, they contain information covered by attorney-client privilege. What's in those do- What's in those documents? Well, what happens when they get leased? Leaked? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that they're covered. They'll get leaked because the objective is the destruction of the man. I'm sorry. We shouldn't be in favor of this. We shouldn't think that this is the way a country should run. Now, Trump is, of course, lashing out the FBI, and oh my gosh, he's causing threats against the FBI. Settle down. Lots of threats in lots of places around the country. You're not allowed to care just about one of them. He's not allowed to be upset with the FBI. He's not allowed to note Comey and McCabe and Strzok and Page and say, dear Lord, when do these people leave me the hell alone? And as a country, are we not allowed to note the, 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 the failures here? Are we not allowed to note the horrific actions by our uh, uh, officials? 
by the people we're supposed to trust? Do you think anything the FBI has done here is, is, is going to gain the trust of the people? Well, ideologically, some people, they just want to see Trump gone. They don't care what happens. Remember, they don't care about the law. They don't even want a constitution. They care about what they need done, and what they need done is Trump destroyed. What I need is a constitution followed, and I don't even need Trump to run for office again. When you're unwilling to say, as much as I hate Trump, I love the Constitution more, and if we're not going to engage the Fourth Amendment properly, all of this has to be returned. If you're not willing to say that, I don't, my God, Jed, I don't even want to know you. I don't know what the hell to do with you. That's a cultist. Count me out. That's just some of what's going on with the latest of Mar-a-Lago. I've got more on that and... The New York Times is exactly what you thought they were. And wait till you learn who their editor-in-chief is. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. Barry Weiss is getting some backup. She used to work at the New York Times and then left the New York Times because the New York Times is uh, a bunch of woke scolds. And Barry Weiss, who may disagree with me on a great number of political things, at least recognizes you have to be able to have open, honest conversations, and the New York Times isn't interested in any of that. But the story was, was that the New York Times would not run an op-ed from Senator Tim Scott, Republican from South Carolina, until they had checked with Senator Chuck Schumer, Democrat in New York, the Senate Majority Leader, Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, and the New York Times like, absolutely not. That never happened. How dare you? Well, National Review says they've got backup. A source with direct knowledge of the matter, backing up Weiss's story, quoted a message sent by a senior editor at the time insisting that the Times check with Schumer, providing the email address of Schumer's press representative, a guy by the name of Justin Goodman. This op-ed from Scott was initially solicited by the Times, It wasn't pitched to the newspaper. They wanted it. So, yes, we have a story and we have backup. That's enough. Isn't that enough in today's world? That the New York Times wouldn't run an op-ed from a Republican until a Democrat approved it. Why is there this belief that somehow Democrats actually know what's happening or are honest brokers? Why am I to believe that the FBI is its honest brokers? They've proven not Trusting the New York Times? Best of luck with that. Meanwhile, there's a situation with China. Well, actually, China's got a situation with China. Chuck DeVore from the Texas Public Policy Foundation helps break down their economic issues. This is Tony Katz Today. Lest we ever forget, Kamala Harris is a national treasure. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no, I mean it. I said it, and you want proof? Well, like I'd ever let you down. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What is going on, everybody? This is Kamala Harris doing what she does best, confusing you. So when we talk about equality, well, that's a good 
goal. But let us not presume that because everyone should be treated equal, that they start out on equal footing. So equity, as a concept, says, recognize that everyone has the same capacity, but in order for them to have equal opportunity to reach that capacity, what we must pay attention to this issue of equity if we are to expect and allow people to compete on equal footing. <laughs> We don't have equal capacity. We don't. Some people have more capacity than others for specific subjects. Of course they do. They have an affinity. They have a natural inclination. They have built themselves an expertise because of some physical characteristic or some mental characteristic or some emotional characteristic. They, the idea that we all have equal capacity is simply untrue. If we all had equal capacity, why aren't we all geniuses? Or why aren't we all um, uh, fools? We're not. We fall different places on the bell curve depending on the conversation at play. Not everyone has the same capacity. And that's Kamala Harris lying through her teeth. So can you imagine how little she knows about equity? What she wants is an equality of outcomes. If you tell me you want people to be equal under the law, I'm with you. I will stand shoulder to shoulder with you, whomever you may be. If you tell me you want to equalize outcomes, you are despicable. I don't want to be anywhere near you. You're not welcome in my home. You're trash. To say you want to equalize outcomes is to say we don't have a need for, as a matter of fact, we find bigoted the concept of the meritocracy. We find it wrong that some people are able to thrive better than others. People make more money than I do. Is, is it a problem? They're not keeping me from making money. They just happen to make more money than I do. Or they happen to have more money than I do. Or they're thinner than I am. Or they can sing. Do you know how pissed I am that I can't sing? It's not right. If I could sing, I could take over the world. But I don't sing. It's made taking over the world much more difficult. How do you think we're supposed to solve that problem? First, let's recognize the lie told by Kamala Harris, who is a liar by trade. We don't have the same capacity. I don't have the same capacity as Buble or Frank or Dino or Sammy. I don't. By the way, the fact that I threw Buble in there, I should have just gone with the Rat Pack. Although Buble seems like a nice guy. I don't have the same capacity. Can't sing. This, it just doesn't sound right. I mean, I can sing, it just doesn't sound right. So we don't have the same capacity. We don't. But if you want to equalize things, how about we all get a share of Taylor Swift's publishing? That only seems fair. Because we all don't have the capacity to write like Taylor Swift. So I say everybody gets a couple of bucks from, uh, from T.S., Makes sense to me. This goes into a long line of, of ridiculous, bigoted thought by the political left. And I, I wasn't planning on getting into a, a conversation about something going on in central Indiana with schools, but I might. I don't know if I'll get to it today. But microaggressions. 
be on the lookout for microaggressions. And if you're guilty of one, well, you may have to engage some restorative justice. Now, it's not about capacity. It's about bigotry. It's about teaching kids to hate one another. And people are like, oh, this is a good thing. It's not a good thing. I'll get it. I will get into it. This is Tony Katz today.